Good Erev Shabbos. Many of you are familiar with the Pasuk in this week's Parsha, when Hashem is setting the stage for the final Makkah. He said that no dog will snarl or bark at any Jew. Great, so the dogs didn't bark at us. Why do we need to know this? In Parsha's Mishpatim, we find a halacha that if you have a trefa, meat that we're not allowed to eat, we're not supposed to throw it out. Rather, we should give it to the dog. Why? Rashi brings the Medrash that this is a reward for the dogs not barking at us in Parsha's bow. That seems a little disproportionate to me. One time dogs didn't snarl and forevermore they get to eat our trefa? To make the question even bigger, think back to last week's Parsha when there were animals that also did something extraordinary. Do you remember Makas Tzvardea, the plague of frogs? The frogs that were here, there, and everywhere, they jumped into ovens even. And it was a big deal that the frogs jumped into the ovens, giving up their own lives to sanctify Hashem. In fact, it was such a big deal that many years later, Hananya, Mishael, and Azariah learned from the frogs that they were similarly obligated to sanctify Hashem's name in a fiery furnace. Why do we have a mitzvah to reward dogs and not a similar mitzvah for frogs? Wasn't their Kiddush Hashem even greater? The Bali Musar answer that although it seems that jumping into ovens is greater than dogs not snarling, in truth, it is even easier to give up one's life than it is to hold yourself back from doing what comes naturally. Refraining from speaking, refraining from behaving in your instinctive, natural way is a huge deal. It's such a big deal that the dogs who refrained from growling merited a reward far beyond the frogs who sacrificed their lives in the ovens. Everyone knows we're supposed to notice good things our kids do and compliment them. But there is another level, and that is noticing and complimenting our kids on the things they refrain from doing, recognizing them for the times they hold themselves back from doing anything. I don't have my book in front of me right now to double check, but I think very much that I learned this lesson from Howard Glasser's Nurtured Heart Approach. This technique is amazingly powerful when you have a child going through a difficult stage that makes it hard to find good actions to notice. Using this idea, even if a child eventually misbehaves, we can still tell them that we saw they didn't do it right away. Something like, I saw how your brother kept grabbing your Legos and for 30 seconds you didn't yell. That showed real self-control. Even if they ended up eventually yelling or doing whatever, the fact that they refrained for even some time is noteworthy. Even with a very challenging child, we can find one time that they don't answer back to us, that they don't do the wrong thing, and we can tell them we noticed. After all, refraining from doing what comes naturally is so admirable that to this day, more than 3,000 years later, we reward dogs for holding themselves back. What a powerful lesson. Have a great Shabbos.